It's week 47 of 2021. I'm Smita Nair. This is your Weekly Fix. Earlier this month, three-time Olympian, Chinese tennis star Pang Shuai took to Weibo, Chinese Twitter, to accuse a powerful man, a top-ranking official of the Chinese Communist Party, Zhang Gaoli, of sexually assaulting her. Shortly, in less than an hour actually, her post was scrubbed from the internet and Pang Shuai vanished from public life. The disappearance of the former doubles world number one resulted in a global outcry. Hashtag where is Pang Shuai trended on social media with her colleagues in the tennis community, including Serena Williams, Naomi Osaka, Nadal, Djokovic and Murray, calling for proof of her safety. The Women's Tennis Association, the WTA, unequivocally stated that it was willing to pull tournaments worth tens of millions of dollars out of China if it isn't satisfied with Pang's safety and whether and how her accusations will be investigated. As global concern mounted, China mobilized its communications machinery. First, CGTN, the international arm of state broadcaster CCTV, tweeted a screenshot of an email which it claimed was written by Pang. Immediately after, several photographs were posted from Pang's WeChat account, showing her apparently in her home, surrounded by stuffed animals. This post was shared on Twitter by Chinese journalist Hu Shijin, the editor of Global Times, the tabloid published by the Chinese Communist Party mouthpiece, The People's Daily. He followed it up by posting two videos of Pang Shui that he said he acquired. In the post, he asked, can a girl fake such a sunny smile under pressure? Chinese journalists unquestioningly sharing state propaganda should give us pause. Remember, not too far back, a pro-government Indian journalist reportedly suggested that the Modi government color-code journalists to delineate those that are in favor of the establishment, those against, and fence-sitters. That many senior journalists, including top Indian television editors, share copy-paste lines from government propaganda on Twitter is also well known. Back to China. The world remained unconvinced that these pictures and videos weren't stage-managed. Here's where the International Olympic Committee gets into the picture. Now, for over a year, the IOC had been under sustained pressure to relocate the Winter Olympic Games scheduled to be held in February 2022 in Beijing. Rights groups who speak for the Uyghur Muslim minority, the Tibetans and the people of Hong Kong met the IOC and urged that the Games not to be held in China. China has been accused of genocide against the Uyghur population in the northwestern region of Xinjiang. Human rights groups say China has detained more than one million Uyghurs against their will over the past few years in so-called re-education camps. Several hundreds have been sentenced to prison. Incidentally, the Paris 2024 Summer Games will be the first Olympic Games for which human rights provisions were added to the host city contract. Now, the disappearance of Pang Shuai ratcheted up the pressure on the IOC. On Sunday, 
the IOC released a statement that its president, Thomas Bach, had a 30-minute video call with Pang Shuai, a Chinese sports official and other uh, International Olympic Committee officials were part of the call. The statement said that Pang appeared to be doing fine and she was relaxed. And she said that she, quote, would like to have her privacy respected. The IOC did not release the video, only a photograph accompanied the statement. They also did not explain how they were able to reach Pang Shuai. Human rights group Amnesty International was scathing in its criticism of the IOC, saying, the International Olympic Committee is entering dangerous waters. They should be extremely careful not to participate in any whitewash of possible human rights violations. Amnesty's China researcher Alkan Akkad said, in the past we've seen various similar cases where people had no option but to say what they had been told to. The Chinese government has a track record, especially the state-run media outlets, of fabricating statements or making people give forced and sometimes televised testimonies shortly after people go missing. Human Rights Watch said the IOC has vaulted itself from silence about Beijing's abysmal human rights record to active collaboration with Chinese authorities in undermining freedom of speech and disregarding alleged sexual assault. A senior China researcher at Human Rights Watch said the IOC appears to prize its relationship with a major human rights violator over the rights and safety of Olympic athletes. Let me also point out that Chinese authorities have gone out of their way to censor victims of sexual harassment who spoke out during the Me Too movement. In September this year, the police arrested investigative journalist and Me Too activist Wang Zhekin on charges of quote, inciting subversion of state power. She hasn't been heard from since. Sophie Richardson, China Director Human Rights Watch, told the BBC, even people who are famous or influential or wealthy can easily simply be taken off the grid by authorities if what they had done had annoyed them. Alibaba founder, billionaire Jack Ma, had gone missing for months after some of his statements reportedly angered the establishment. Movie star Fan Bingbing disappeared from the public eye for months as authorities investigated her for alleged tax evasion. Peter Darling, Swedish human rights activist who was similarly spirited away along with his girlfriend to an interrogation centre, later offered a glimpse into how these extra-legal confinement centres, classified by the United Nations as a tool for enforced disappearances, worked. He also detailed how he was coerced into recording a video saying that he was repentant and accepted his wrongdoings. Not doing so, he said, would have kept his girlfriend in solitary confinement for up to half a year. He said, quote, Recently, it has become well known how police and Chinese CCTV collaborate in making forced television confessions, always before trial. But back then, it was less well known. Okay. That's it on the Bang Shuai story for the moment. I want to brief you about some worrying developments from Europe. The continent is seeing a resurgence of COVID-19 cases with many countries registering a record number of infections. The World Health Organization has warned that 500,000 more deaths could be recorded by March unless urgent action is taken. Austria has declared that it is making vaccination a legal requirement and has reimposed a national lockdown. Several other countries have announced their own lockdown measures and vaccine mandates. 
These measures have elicited protests across countries. Thousands of people marched in the Belgian capital, Brussels. Rioting was reported in the Netherlands and Austrian capital, Vienna, also saw massive protests. While India is seeing nothing like the renewed COVID surge in Europe, the situation there serves as a reminder that this pandemic is far from over. So keep your masks on. That's all I have for the moment. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next Friday.